0: Just the Black Powder Podcast, kick up your feet, lean on your arm, rest, and get your mind blessed on this conquest. Yeah. Hold a grip like a 12 gauge. let this moment kick, black people moving and having some good ownership. Yeah. I carry weight, not to keep the camera safe, Just yeah. about you, my kids and my parents' faces, the big topics, they don't want to involve us. Huh? Think we're novice, but now we're moving hard with revolvers. This the Black Powder Podcast, let's get it started. Yeah. primers hit the powder is lit it's time to get on target welcome to another episode of the black powder podcast as always I'm your host Yasuke Fett and just a general reminder of your marching orders and why we have created the black powder podcast the main mission is to change the social view of black society and firearms. How do we do that? I'm glad you asked. We talk, walk, read, write, and think about it to find a better solution for a brighter future for the proper protection of black people. Join us through education, practice, safety, as we take down the stigma of black people and guns one discussion at a time. So in today's episode, I think it's time we cover something that's been more deadly than the pandemic, in my opinion, that's been going on for quite a long time and enough it does have ties with the pandemic uh, and that would be the rise of deaths from shootings in the household whenever it comes to children finding guns that have not been put away safely Uh, right now i'm going through a couple of websites and i can give you right now for the state that i live in which is georgia the death rate is 17.7 Which means that there have been over 1,897 deaths that have occurred due to the fact that children have found handguns that were improperly, I don't even know if you could say put away, but whoever owned the handgun did not take the responsibility to make sure that anyone in that household could not access it, or shouldn't have access to it. Uh, Looks like the death rate, as far as uh, the highest state, is... Mississippi, but that's with 818 deaths. I guess it's based on population as well. Um, And it's filtered by age to uh, adjust for rates. But as of right now, this is the year 2020 I'm looking at. You can adjust it by 2020, between 2020 and 2005. But nonetheless, you have the largest numbers of deaths being in Texas, which is 4,164 with a 14.2 death rate. Uh, You can find this on the cdc.gov by searching for firearm mortality, or uh, if you want to be more specific, firearm mortality by state, it's CDC. The next page you'll click on is NCHS home, NCHS press room, and then stats of states. The fact that there's even over a thousand deaths in any state due to negligent responsibilities as far as maintaining proper firearm storage is sad i do understand that there was a lot going on in 2020 especially in black society seeing as how we had the highest and i don't say this in every single episode but it doesn't change the fact we had the highest record of first-time firearm purchases uh the thing that was missing with some of those purchases was training and insurance but not just that just purchasing the safest method to make sure that while you're protecting your family, you can protect your family, i.e. when you're not utilizing that firearm or carrying it every day, you need to have a specific place to put it, put it away from your children, your guests, possibly even your wife or your husband, depending on their, uh, their attitude towards it. It all boils down to education and respect for the firearm because if you don't respect the firearm eventually, just like a a wild animal, there can be consequences and repercussions for not taking it as seriously as you should've. Uh, If we go to everytownresearch.org, it will give you a general breakdown of where these accidents have happened and gives you a overall description of Certain action, or certain incidents, like, uh, for example, in coming Georgia, February 19th, 2022, this year, uh, the shooter was a 16-year-old boy. It says the 16-year-old boy unintentionally shot and wounded another 16-year-old boy in the home. The handgun used reportedly belonged to the shooter's parents. The shooter has been charged with aggressive battery and minor in possession of a firearm. It is not yet known how the child gained access to the firearm. I can guarantee you there was no responsibility whenever it came to storing that firearm away for the family. Uh, another one says age gender unknown. This is January 12th, 2022. The victim was a one-year-old girl. It says a child unintentionally shot and killed a one-year-old girl in a home with a firearm belonging to the victim's 22 year old mother. The victim's mother was charged with second degree murder. It is not known how the child gained access to the firearm. It says the firearm type is unknown, but, more than likely it possibly could have been a handgun. shooter was a nine-year-old boy this happened january 3rd year in snellville 2020. The victim was a seven-year-old boy a nine-year-old unintentionally shot and wounded his seven-year-old stepbrother in a parked car the boys are playing in a car where their mother went into a restaurant to pick up food when they found their stepfather's unsecured loaded gun under the driver's seat all of these just even reading them. All of these could have been prevented had somebody at least taken an ounce of responsibility and at the very least purchased a lock for a trigger lock. A trigger lock you can find for, I don't know, $20, less than $20 at the most, maybe eight to 10. Or if you want to be more specific, you can purchase a literal lock that will go through your firearm to make sure that it won't cycle. There are certain things that need to be done to make sure that we can protect the future of our children because the children are the legacy we leave behind. And if we are not putting forth any effort to make sure we nourish and care for that legacy, then that legacy might as well have been brought up for not. It's almost like you shot the child yourself. Every time I even have a firearm around my daughter, I unload it and I I ask her a general question what does daddy say about these? What did daddy tell you about this? Last time I did that, I recorded it. And she said that, daddy tells me that they can hurt you and they're for monsters. And I had to break it down to her even more. I told her, they can hurt you but they're not necessarily for monsters. If you see somebody playing with something like this, what do you do? She said, you run away. I said, good. You run away and you go tell an adult because you can get hurt and other people can get, can get hurt too. And I made sure she repeated it. It's something that I consistently print on her brain to let her realize that these are not things that should be around a normal four-year-old. But yet, it's sad to even read stories about this whenever you see that your four-year-old is being brought up just like a normal child should they're living a normal child life with any luck because you know there are some unfortunate children who may live rougher lives and may come in contact with firearms due to uh the parents past, with possibly a former lover or uh somebody who may be continuing to harass them and potentially threaten them in their, their current life but nonetheless you know that child is just living life and all of a sudden they come across a firearm in the most weirdest places be it underneath the car seat or in a pile of clothes. Who the hell puts guns in a pile of clothes? I don't understand that. And and as a father, that sickens me. It really does. And just to be, just to shoot, you know, get straight to the brass, I know we, purchased firearms all in 2020. I've seen a wide variety of responsible gun gun owners to gun owners that were almost just kind of riding the high of the fact that everybody's purchasing guns. I don't honestly know what type of household either or lived in, but nonetheless, the fact that Everybody's willing to go out, purchase firearms and not even think about training or think about getting insurance or think about even at least having a safe first before they even made that move, or at least so- somehow making sure that even though they purchased the firearm, they utilize the lock that usually comes with the firearm. I've got multiple firearms. and They usually come with locks. There's no excuse, but it's almost like yeah people tend to overlook that option it's like oh, i won't need it I'm gonna keep it loaded all the time every time never know what will happen don't get me wrong if you live in a a questionable neighborhood i can understand that but nonetheless please make sure that you put that farm away safely we don't need to see this in our society we don't need to curse our children with this epidemic because it's already bad enough that the media is looking at it like people don't care about their children and they, they always go off and they blame the gun. They blame the firearm. They say, guns kill people. No. Negligence and lack of responsibility and lack of respect for what it does kills people. Because the minute you do not respect that firearm and the minute you do not take the responsibility to put that firearm away safely from your loved ones, that is the minute that somebody will die. And I've, I've heard these stories ever since I was a child you know how many times they would play with documentaries on a child being shot in the household. And I remember this from when I was living in Texas, I wasn't even in my, my teens yet. If anything, I think I was around like maybe five, six, seven, eight and up. And I just remember hearing stories about this happen. The other downside as far as us as a black society being first time gun owners is the fact that we are not adhering to the history that has happened with our are the racial counterpart. White people have already gone through this. Most of those stories that I saw on television about teenagers or young kids being shot negligently by accident in the household were stories about white kids getting shot in the household. And here we are trying to catch up and make sure that we exercise our Second Amendment right, which is commendable. But we are living historical problems. If it's already happened before, then we need to learn from that and realize that it can happen to us too. Just because we have the firearm does not make us as responsible as we should be. It doesn't make us as educated as we should be. So if you care about your family, there's a few things that you can do to make sure that they can stay away from you. Number one, easiest one I recommend is getting a trigger lock, getting a gun lock, whatever your decision is, please utilize that. You can find a gun lock at your local pawn shop. You can find them at a store that that sells guns. You can find them at Academy. You can probably find them at Dick's, whatever is out there. You can find them online. Amazon sells them, they're cheap. Get yourself a TSA lock. It's one of the easiest things you do. I personally recommend a, a trigger lock if you can find one. That'll definitely fit your firearm because all you have to do, lock the trigger. It goes into the, uh, the trigger guard and it literally prevents somebody from putting their finger in there. And if you want to go a step up from that, you can purchase a handgun safe, which is literally a thin safe that you can put one handgun in. So for those of you who like to make sure that you've got some protection at night, but you don't want your children getting into it, put that safe underneath your bed at the very least, make sure that you don't have one in the chamber because the last thing you need to happen is the round goes off and now, unexpectedly somebody's getting shot by a gun that's not being utilized by anybody a safe is the best bet in order to maintain that family safety aspect locking away the danger from your legacy locking away the danger from the ones that you care about that's how you need to look at it and if you want to go a step up you can always buy a larger safe there's multiple different types of safes for multiple different types of firearms you can have a safe that houses all your firearms. You can have locks for all your firearms. Whatever you'd like to do, just know that the easiest and the safest method is to make sure that everything's locked up. And if it was me, I probably wouldn't tell my kid the combination in order to even get in there, let alone leave the safe unlocked because leaving a safe unlocked just defeats the purpose of keeping your family safe. Now let's talk about the negligent situations that don't make any damn sense. Like, uh, say, for example, New York Times articles dated January 5th, 2022, to Memorial Passing Westbury Road in Riverdale, Georgia, near the place that Elijah Munson, age 11, was shot and killed while walking home from school. Articles written by Jack Healy, it states that Kendall Munson was so worried about the gun violence in her neighborhood of Chicago South Side that she went, she sent her sons to live with the grandparents outside Atlanta, but death found them anyway. On December 9th, her goofy football loving 11 year old son, Elijah and some friends were walking to a gas station for after-school snacks when one of Elijah's best friends, a 12-year-old, pulled a gun from a backpack and shot Elijah in the head, probably playing around with it. This is another reason why you need to make sure you have firearms locked up. We have to be more alert and more aware as parents because if we allow our children access to certain things to where they think that this is the norm and it's okay to do this, Eventually, they're going to try and recreate that, especially if you're not exercising any type of education on the firearms that may end up in their presence if they live in the same house as you. You need to let kids know that it's not a toy. You need to let kids know that they don't need to touch it, and if anything, there will be consequences if they touch it. The article continues. It was the second time last year that the family had been jolted by gun violence. Two weeks before Elijah was killed, his five-year-old cousin, Callis Eberhardt, was fatally shot after a three-year-old cousin found a gun under a sofa cushion. The sad thing is I can guarantee you that there's more and more stories like that online. Whether it be this year or historically, there are always more stories that are similar to this one. And it just boils down to the fact that whenever we decided to exercise our right and responsibility of gun ownership, we missed a big point point. and now that big point is targeting our children because we're not paying attention to it so I urge you as a father myself please do what you can in order to do better if you are a gun owner even if you're in the car if you have a handgun in the car please make sure you've got the handgun locked up in a safe to where no one can access it And if you're one of those civilians that goes into an area that says uh, firearms not allowed on the premises and then you turn around and go back to your car, please just make sure you keep that thing away from open access and that parking lot or just bring a safe with you. I usually carry a bag. If I can't go to a place, I carry the bag, I put the bag in the trunk. But I also carry a safe as well. I usually have the bag and the safe together. You just have to be responsible about it. You cannot leave that gun out in the open because, number one, if you leave it out in the open in the car, I guarantee you somebody will eye it and possibly even try to steal it. And number two, things like children finding a gun underneath the seat in the car never ends well. We gotta do better. It's already bad enough that society expects us as black people to to quote-unquote take ourselves out and be ignorant in owning firearms. But it's already, it's already bad enough that that's there. Now here we are bringing the current situation and the past situations together, even though they're avoidable. This one just hits home to me. It hits home hard and, I just want y'all to be safe out there. I want y'all to watch out for your families. Watch out for your families, friends, so on and so forth. Take care of each other, be safe, do the right thing, do the smart thing, be safe about this because it's not a joke. The last thing you want to do is have one of your family members become a statistic. Stay blessed, there's been another mag dump. This the Black Powder Podcast, let's get it splitting. We got the wisdom, hitting targets with a mark, with precision. We're having fun in the booth, we're running gun for the truth. Every future black gun owner, we're spreading the news. We do it legal, we're moving regal and blessing the people. Some hope for the culture, we keep it locked like guns in a holster, holding it down as we're loading the rounds. If they were nervous back then, right. then they're gonna be scared of us now. Black Powder Podcast, we'll be back in a while. Yeah.